Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D. Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. What's up, Ted? Mr. Miggs, it's good to see you. It's great to see you. Yesterday, we had a question on the men's room about best duo, and people were like, Miles and Thrill. <laughs> and I know it's BJ and Miggs, but I was yeah. like, I literally on the air, I go, ah. That's right. We are the best duo. <laughs> we're the Simon and Garfunkel of radio. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I, I don't know, but I mean, they were good at one point. Can I be Art Garfunkel? How about we are the Hall and Oates? Yeah, I feel like Hall and Oates, it's like cool to like them now. Oh, people just feel like it's cool to like us? Yes, but we got to be ahead of the curve. Nobody's out there. Like, I want to be Art Garfunkel. Okay, then I'll be Paul Simon. Fine. Yeah. Well, I, is Simon, who, I thought Simon was cooler. I don't know. I kind of like Garfunkel's hair. All right, I'll be Paul Simon. All right, well, whatever it is. As, as long as Disturb covers us at some point, I'm okay with it. Yeah, when I was a kid, I liked Paul Simon because he had Chevy Chase in a video. Dude, that was a great video. Right? And as a kid, I was just like, this is amazing. What the hell was the name of that song? But right, you can be my bodyguard, right? Oh, let me see. Chevy. You can call me Paul Simon Chevy Chase. Yeah, isn't it? You can call me Al. Is there a lyric about him being his bodyguard? Or am I making that up? I have no idea. Oh, man, we'll have to check into that. All right, all right. Next, yeah. next week, we break down Paul Simon, Simon and Chevy Chase. Chevy. You can be my Al. So then would we rather be Paul Simon and Chevy Chase? Well, I mean, I can do it all. You're just Art Garfunkel. I have oh, a solo okay. career, Steve. Oh, my. I just got bad hair, and I need Paul around. I need Ted around, damn it. <laughs> Sounds about right, actually. That's cool. <laughs> I'll take it. Whatever. Whatever pays the bills. Why don't we just do our push-ups, get the heart rate and racing, the blood pumping in the brain? Functioning. All right, well, then you know what? Screw it. Oh. This is the song right here. Yeah. There it is. He's a short dude. Paul Simon. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to get drunk and play this this weekend. A man walks down the street. He says, why am I soft? Nobody can see I'm playing air. Bongos. You're working on bongos. Dude, I can play a lot of musical instruments when it's just air. Oh, I'm a great guitarist. You ever see me ba- play bass? I actually do pretty good bass. What about my guitar? You're getting it. It's like I'm playing a keyboard guitar. I'm like a keytar. Nobody can see us doing this. I know. I don't know what we're doing. Sorry, we're just entertaining each other. All right, let's get 10. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, next time we have a slumber party, we got to listen to this song. Was that me and you where I was doing DJ sets? No, usually I'm the one doing the DJ sets. Oh, yeah, but again, it's just air. Oh, look at you working that treble. Yeah. Take it for a walk, Steve. Uh. Dude, this song has... Nearly 74 million views on YouTube. <laughs> That's insane. It's actually a good song for us. It's about a couple guys hanging out, right? Yeah. 
I hope that's what it's about. You know, last time we did that, it was like about something completely different. Yeah, right? Or we dressed as Bert and Ernie. We said, what are you guys, together? (laughs) They're not together. They're just really good friends that bathe together with rubber duckies. I mean, I got a belly, beer belly. Get those mutts away from me. I like dogs, and you like beer. I do. I have the beer belly. You have the dog. (laughs) Oh, Bone digger, bone digger, it says. Dogs ooh, in the moonlight. Ooh, easy. I'm in a good mood. I like this. Yeah. Tech Talks, starring the Tech Smith. Everyone's frustrated. Nobody's really happy. Just put, I started out on my podcast last night, doing it here on the TED Talk. All right. I get it. Everybody's fed up, right? But please, just try to be kind to each other. <laughs> it's going to be the theme every week. It is. Stop being dicks to people. Yes. People on Target, be- don't fight people because they ask you to wear a mask. People in Red Lobster, like, sorry, there's a line. Exactly. I went through this last weekend. I said, go pick up some crab cakes for my mom. She had to wait two and a half hours. Damn. And it was an online order. I was talking to my friends, uh, the people at Classy as F, this lady Emma, uh, they do a lot of my gear. So like, if you ever need like cosplay stuff, they're incredible. Just look up Classy as and use the F word on Facebook. They're awesome people. Uh, but she sent me pictures of like, oh yeah, I had to wait like two hours at the post office. I had to wait another hour and a half at Joanne's Fabrics, but like that's just what we have to do right now, and it sucks. Yeah, and like I say, and nobody. Then, and she was even saying like some people are just being total dicks, and it's like stop being dicks. We're all in this together, right? The good part and the suffering, mostly the suffering. Yes, <laughs> people, right? And Jesus, man, just you go into the stores, put on the damn mask. I just ordered a new mask. Did you? Well, because I got like. Did you get a WWE one? I almost got the one that's just a WWE <laughs> title. But then I like the one, the DX one's pretty sweet. All then right. they got the Fiend with the crazy mouth. Yeah, that one's good. That's a little uh, extreme for me. I went with just a plain black, not, it's the neck ones. Oh, yeah, those are great, dude. Yeah. You can just pull them up. I mean, that's why you see, like, I wear, like, that schmuck or whatever, the tactical scarf, because it's yeah. just so easy to pull up and down. That's why I was like, okay. And, and I was like, I'm such a basic bitch. What do I get? A plain black one. Yeah, it's the way to go, though, Mm -hmm. man. Yeah, I was just like, because I got the regular face mask that I clearly don't know how to put on properly. But I was like, you know what? I need something a little bit different. Yes. All right, real quick with the face mask. Yes. So we put out this podcast on Wednesday. Thursday night, I'm talking to my cousin Tom, and he goes, hey, before we get going, I tell your boy Steve I'm in the same boat. I go, what? It's like for his job, once in a while, he's got to drop off right now supplies to other people. Uh He said he realized he had the mask on with white side out as well. I feel you, man. Yeah, so that was the first thing he said to me, so I just wanted to get that out of the way. Maybe that could be like a sign that you're down with the megacast. Wear it inside out. (laughs) No, I don't think we can promote that, Steve. No? What are we, the crisscross of masks? Yes! Megacast will make you... Put your mask on wrong. Put your mask on wrong. It doesn't flow as well. No. Guess we'll have to pass on that. Now I get why you're my Paul Simon. <laughs> I was doomed with my ideas. No, that was just, I was just dying laughing. It was the first, we jumped on a Zoom. It was the first thing he said. <laughs> That's awesome. Don't thanks. Yeah, yeah, of course. Speaking of uh, family from your end, I got to give a shout out to Smith Family Popcorn. Oh, yeah. You used to crush it every day. Not every day, but every couple of days, I'm just feeling like I need to just eat something naughty. I don't know why hot popcorn's naughty, <laughs> but it's like, okay, it's a little bit off my usual diet, and I'm like, I just grab a handful of that caramel one. Yeah, the caramel corn's great. Oh my gosh, dude, it's next level. 
the thing. Uh, yeah, Smith Family Popcorn. Look them up online. Yeah, uh, and the cookies and cream. The cookies and cream is one of my favorites. That's not even popcorn. That's just like they just call that crack. Yeah, yeah. and then the Chesapeake's great. But yeah, it's funny. Uh, yeah, every so my mom just sends me like a container for three people for a family. <laughs> so I brought, brought it into work. And I'm glad Steve, Steve's been enjoying it. It's in there and just says a post-it note that says "Eat me." Yes. Like, well, I don't want to be rude to the post-it note. I guess I should eat it. Well, that's why I was worried when I put it out. I was like, well, anybody, I'll put in a note on here. Like, yes, this is for consumption. Right. Please eat it. Otherwise, I wouldn't touch it because I'm yeah. like, it's not. It's, it doesn't say it's. It's not at the the kitchen table. <laughs> By the way, thanks for the energy drinks. All right. Yeah. Dude, how good are those? I, you know what? I, 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 I don't know if this is good or bad. I kind of stashed three of them. I'm, usually I drink an energy drink when maybe I've had a little few beverages the night before. Well, dude, it's called Adrenaline Shock, S-H-O-C, and it's smart energy. None of that stupid energy drinks that you have out yeah. there. Uh, but shout out to my buddy Roya. She hit me up. She works with them. And she's like, hey, I want to... Would you like some of this new energy drink that I'm working with? Like, you know, it does like marketing and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, drop some off. She had one of her buddies drop it off in my house. I'm like, well, I'm not going to drink all this. I'm not like a energy drink maniac. So I said, screw it. I'll bring them all into work. And man, I'm, it's so funny. I bring them into work. Because Miles and I drink them. Okay. Well, t- Danny is, I did not realize, an addict when it comes to energy drinks. I put them on the kitchen table. I go to the bathroom and then come back in and do my breakfast. Literally away from that table, maybe... Two minutes, three minutes tops, right? Come back, and it was two full things of them. Ten of them are missing already. And I'm like, damn. And I'm like, wait a second. There's it's only-, only you guys in there. At that time in the morning, it's just me, the Rev, and Danny. So I'm like, the Rev, I don't think, really drinks a ton of energy drinks. I'm like, Danny, how many energy do you take? He goes, a lot. I'm like, okay. Uh, he's like, is that okay? I'm like, yeah, they're free. Like, they're meant for you guys. I don't care. It's just funny. I walk away for a second and 10 of them are already gone. Oh, I did the same thing. I came in and they're sitting on the table, which if when you, when you work here, if it's out on like the kitchen table, it's, it's just, free. It's free. So yeah. they're there. So I picked out two. And then the next day there was more. And I was like, ooh, watermelon. So the now, watermelon one is really good. Yeah. Miles had the fruit punch. He said that was really good. My favorite so far, though, I like is the acai berry one. Oh, yeah. The purple can. That I, one's really I, I good. I never say that correctly. I think it's acai. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Danny liked the sour one. Uh, but there's a ton, ton of different flavors. Yeah, but it's adrenaline punch. shock. It's got like, you know, it's, it, 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 I mean, it's an energy drink, but you know, sometimes right, like, there's sugar or something in it. Yeah. Right. And it's got like the BCAA. So if you're into like fitness, it's like a pre-workout for some people. I don't know. I'm not commercial for it, but it's delicious. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm 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 not I'm like talking about all the fitness stuff of it all, but I mixed it with alcohol over the weekend and it was amazing. Nice. What'd you get in there? Little Tito's? I'll show you what I did. A little bit of the screwball. Oh, screwball. Peanut butter flavored whiskey. When did you get into the screwball game? This weekend. At a boy, Steve. Well, I had to go to the work. I, you know, the problem is, is we do a lot of these Zoom calls now. Like I did one with the men's room, the shot of the day. I do some with uh, BJ and Migs on, on Saturdays at 4 p.m. on Facebook Live, the KSW Facebook page. I was having a drink, and I'm like, we don't really have alcohol in our house. We might have a bottle of Tito's from time to time, but for some reason I don't right now. Uh, I probably brought it to your house, and we polished it off that last time. I definitely um, still have a half gallon at my house from one of the hockey trips. Right. And then I have bottles of wine, but I'm not a wine drinker. I typically keep them in our house so that when we go to someone's house, we bring a house gift and it's one of these bottles of wine that I have. Yeah. So I've been like, threatening for 60 days to drink wine. So I right. I'm not a wine guy. So a lot of times I have to like search through my house to try to find like little airplane bottles those, yeah. uh, of alcohol. And I'm like, well, I'm kind of running low on those. And 
I don't really feel like drinking fireball right now. Like it's like not just like one drink of the night is going to be a fireball, you know? Yeah. So I was like, while I was at Target, I had to go pick up some things. I was like, you know, I'll get that new Amsterdam vodka, uh, the pink infused lemonade one. The pink oh, lemonade the pink one. Whitney's. Yeah, yeah, the pink Whitney's. That's right. Uh, but they didn't have it. So I'm like, all right, I can just get regular vodka, I guess. And then I see screwball peanut butter whiskey and I keep hearing about it. So I'm like, screw it. <laughs> Pun intended. On brand. Grab it, bring it home, try a little bit of it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that thing is really good. It is so good. The aftertaste is next level. And you said that's the one Jeremy Roenick did, right? Jeremy Roenick from the NHL. He used to play with like the Blackhawks, the Avalanche. I be- not, did he do the Avalanche? He played the Coyotes, maybe? At the Coyotes. End of yep, 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 yep. That's right, because it was Coy- um, Arizona. Uh, Jeremy Roenick just happens to be one hockey player I really followed for a while. And we had him on our morning show two years ago when he started talking. We, I was inviting him to the classic. I said, You could come and drink with us. He goes, Well, I got my own alcohol. I'm like, What are you talking about? It was like, Oh, I invested in this company called Screwball Whiskey. It's peanut butter flavored whiskey. And we're all like, What? He goes, My reaction to. When you try it, it's amazing. And he promised to send us a couple cases, never did, but I wasn't going to bug him. Like, hey, Jeremy, you promised us JR, some free what's stuff. up, dude? Right. Like, it was around the holidays. I, I have a feeling that he forgot, but I finally got to try it this weekend. Dude, that is a next level alcohol. It's so good. I got, I got my bottle chilling in my freezer. Dude, I just had it on, on, on the rocks. Oh, nice. And it was so good. And then I was like, you know what? I wonder if I can make a peanut butter and jelly drink. So I went through all those adrenaline shock um, uh, cans. I was like, well, which one was kind of like the closest to like a. Like grape? A, a jelly or a grape. I'm like, acai berry. Mixed it with it. It was dangerous. Yeah, somebody I had a told nice me. buzz when I was done. Yeah. 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 Somebody was telling me you can mix that stuff with something to make a peanut butter and jelly shot. Oh, I bet. I bet. I bet there's like certain things you could. And then also, I guess it's good with coffee, people said. I was thinking, yeah. get peanut butter flavored ice cream. Just dump it on top. Maybe a little jelly, mix it in, and get like uh, make a shake. Ooh. Uh-huh. Mm. Maybe that's what I'll do this weekend. <laughs> Get dangerous. <laughs> Steve, why are you drunk? I had 17 shakes. I'm drunk, and I hit my, my, my calories for the next month today. In milkshakes. Yes. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to the Mega family. Right. Um, feeling pretty good today. And I got a lot of people... You know, sometimes when we talk on the podcast, I don't realize that maybe when I say stuff that it might concern others. All right. Yeah, I shared like how I've been having the panic attacks. I'm going to go see a... I'm seeing a doctor tomorrow just to make sure everything's good physically. Yeah. But... I share that stuff just because I'm kind of a transparent dude and I don't really think about it. But like, also, I think it's good for people to share when things aren't always great either because I think it just makes you understand. Uh, for someone that maybe isn't deal- is dealing with whatever crap they're dealing with, they're like, okay, cool, I'm not alone. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I shared whatever I shared. And man, I got, I don't even know how many messages, like direct messages from really nice people, um, emails, people just checking up on me. And I even heard from a couple people that are in the therapy world. That oh, nice. I was like, damn, we got some pretty intelligent people listening to our podcast, which I yeah. thought was kind of cool. Because I thought it was just Caesar listening. And I'm like, well, that's not very intelligent, but whatever. <laughs> it's a Broncos fan. Like, who's Caesar? Stupid. And uh, well, I was going to say, who's our guy down in Arizona we talked to every week? Oh, Alex? Is that Alex? And we got Alex. We got George. George. Yeah, George. <laughs> so anyways, um, they sent me some really nice messages. But one person, a couple people actually brought it up. And I thought it was like, and it, it made me feel better. Because I, I, I don't know if it was a physical issue that I'm dealing with that I can't sleep, my heart, whatever, low blood pressure, sugar, I don't know. But they're like, you, you understand that like there's a lot going on that is, it's probably very difficult for you to like kind of keep sane. But you know, I mean, with a pandemic, with having a kid, and one part, a couple of people brought up um, that there's such a thing, and I did not even know this until after I taught, heard from them, that there's such a thing as a, a, a father postpartum depression. Oh, I did not know that until you just said it. 
Dude, I would never have thought about it. Like, interesting. I always heard about postpartum, but it's for the moms. They gave birth. You know, that's they had that baby in them for nine months. I didn't even think something like that. And then I go online and just out of curiosity and read about the stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, these are a lot of the symptoms I was battling. Anxiety, uh, having a tough time at times breathing or feeling lightheaded. And dude... After hearing from so many good people and, and some of the messages I heard from people that seem to kind of know what's going on in a sense, I have had maybe a couple of little anxiety attacks. Like I, I've been able to sleep. It, it's so weird how your mind works. You know, when you realize, okay, I'm not saying like I'm in a, a good spot. Like, you know, I mean, like, but it, it, it's like that silly saying, I say it's silly, but it's true that, that whole, it's okay to not be okay. It's like, yeah, when you realize Oh, okay, there's something going on, and that's normal. I was like, oh, okay, it's like a weight lifted off my shoulders. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's good to have. It's good to have reassurance too. Right. 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 Yeah. And to, to know that, like, okay, yeah, that's got to weather this storm, and at least of knowing that helps. You know. Oh, and 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 it just blew my mind. I did not know that dads can suffer from postpartum, and it says a lot of times the dads. Uh, of course, I'm Google searching this, so now I'm a doctor. Um, <laughs> It says like between three and six months is when dads seem to get hit the hardest. Today is Tatum's five-month birthday. All right. All so right. I'm right in the middle of so that. So it adds up. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tatum. <laughs> Thanks for making me go crazy. No, but it makes sense. Like when, when I was reading like from some super nice people in the mega family, they're like, yeah, you have a kid. There's a pandemic. The world's kind of gone on off, its, off, off, off the deep end. Of course you're going to have panic attacks. Yeah. I mean, it adds up. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, like. Sometimes I even forget about that you have a baby. Yeah. It's just like the stress alone of everything going on is a ton. Oh, man. And that kid, though, is so much fun. It's it's <laughs> it's so cool to see how she's now like starting to have, like, it's so stupid. Like, I never thought, I mean, oh, my gosh, she got without, like, tipping over. It's, like, so awesome. Like, silly little things. Like, today I posted a picture of her, um, and I don't know if you saw it, but it's. I saw it, Steve, but I, I hate to tell you, man. I think we talked about this before you had your baby. I kind of have a. You're anti-kid pictures. I. You Look, hate children. I don't okay. hate children. I'm How a little. Could you hate this. All right, that one I would have liked. I'm a little anti. Like God, I'm gonna sound like a real a hole now. Go say it, man. I don't need a. I don't need an update every month. <laughs> like it's like you can't believe it's been like you just said happy birthday. Like Steve, that ain't her birthday, dude. That She's is. five months. She was born five months ago today. <laughs> it's the birthday. <laughs> Jesse, Terry, no, I, I don't know how you. Uh, what do you say? Five month anniversary of birth. We don't say nothing until social media was just like, yeah, I have a baby now, and every month is like a holiday. It is a big deal. <laughs> Trust me, Taryn got pissy with me. Yeah. Like, huh. It's like, before she had her baby. Terry Paul Simon of you to be this way. Yeah, I was like, dude, what is with these people with the month updates? I get it. You have a kid. And here I'm thinking, I don't really update a lot. It's like once every couple of weeks. That was I'm not funny. the everyday guy. I'm going to post them every day and tag you in them. See, this is what's funny, because... Let's let's backtrack about a year ago. Steve was like, "Yeah, Instagram's just full of babies." Oh yeah, you're right. I remember when Munson was telling me he's unfollowing friends and unfriending them whenever they post a lot of pictures of their children. I'm like, "You damn right you should." With that said, I have pictures with baby. I mean, my picture with your baby. I think it's the most likes picture I have on my Instagram, dude. If I want to get a lot of likes on Instagram, I post a picture of my baby or my wife. It's clear that no one wants to see me. I, well, it's tough now, too, because I would always kind of rail on that stuff, but it's hard because you and Taryn have babies, so I, got, I feel like I have to be careful how I phrase it. I don't care. Well, looking at you is different, I can tell you. Yeah. The last night on my podcast, I was like, please send me pictures of dogs in your meat, like the meat you cook. <laughs> oh, I was like, dude, I don't have those kind of pictures. You know my wife and I, we're not into that kind of sharing of pictures. 
<laughs> well, I'm glad we got that out in the open. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad you got that off your chest. Don't want you to. I don't want you to hold such hatred for children inside, Jesus. Ted. It's okay to not hit you know, like children. Sadly, I'm decent with children. They like me. I can entertain them. They don't know what's going on. They poop their pants and they have no idea they did something weird. They don't like you. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, why don't we take a break? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul Simon, my this is why this Paul is why Simon broke up. Yeah. yeah. Listen, Garfunkel, I don't need to see six month updates. Garfunkel likes children. He's proud of his little baby girl. She's holding her head up for the first time by herself. I get it, Art. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break. We got some emails. Someone wants to know if they should be mad. It's me. Freaking piss. <laughs> also, we gotta take calls from the Mega Family. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I thought we'll get to any of this. The Last Dance is good stuff again. <laughs> he is a complete psycho. <laughs> <laughs> I still respect him. That man is insane. He does not give it up. No. He needs to win at all costs. Even if it means lying to himself and to others about what people said to him. I, real quick, I love the memes. It's like, yeah. And if George Carl had said hi to him, he'd be like, can you believe that SOB said hi to me? Right. That's what I knew I had to finish he him. Thinks I, he doesn't think I'm not worth it. So he, he thinks it's an easy win. He's yeah. just being nice to me. Yeah. Saying hi to me in a restaurant. That son of a... You know, George Carl responded to it? Yeah. Did you hear it? Yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to have to do that to my... I, oh. I the audio. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No. Steve, there's no sports going on. I know everything about that documentary. <laughs> I know every response. Do you watch the uh, PG and then... <laughs> I like the R-rated version. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll be back in a few. Alright. <laughs> we can give Ted a back rub. <laughs> I'm gonna go to sleep. I'll show you a picture of my kid. Ted and Steve need to bathe in hand sanitizer. The mega cast will be back. Mattel introduces a realistic toy. It's non-essential worker Barbie. Your kids will have hours of lockdown quarantine fun. Non-essential worker Barbie comes with disheveled hair in a bun, a baggy sweatshirt that says it's wine o'clock somewhere, yoga pants, bottle of cheap wine, rubber gloves, and face mask. Non-essential worker Barbie. Couch and unused workout equipment sold separately. Only available online until the pandemic is over. should be wearing a mask not because of the coronavirus but because i am sick of their faces the megacast is back she is such a bitch yeah really in these times she's not being kind no she's very michael jordan-esque yeah <laughs> like, uh, they got migraines they didn't want to play so i haven't seen the last two episodes i've seen clips Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, honestly, The Last Dance is one of those shows I can't, like, my wife's just not feeling it. She does, for some reason, I don't know why, but she doesn't like watching a documentary about the Chicago Bulls from the, the late 90s. I don't get it. Like, you'd think she would love me. Uh, yeah. But yeah, she's not down with that. Uh, but so I usually watch whenever she's asleep or she's doing some other stuff, or maybe at, like she goes off and goes on a run or something like that. But I know, like, one of the most recent episodes, they tackle. The the, the 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 96 finals against the Seattle Supersonics. Yeah, and it's just crazy. Number one, I, you know, I was, you know, I'm a teenager living in D.C., so I, I forgot how good those Seattle teams were. Plus, I need to explain to people, remember in 96, 
If you lived on the East Coast, the West Coast teams very much. No. So, yeah. It's, it's I had a, a Seattle meme. Sonics hat at that time. No kidding. Because I was obsessed with the Seattle music scene. Right. So, like, anything from Seattle, I was like, oh, I love it. Mariner hat. You know, I mean, I was already a Seahawks fan, but that was for different reasons. That was more ridiculous because of Steve Largent. And I'm like, the name's Steve. I'm Steve. And he's a star player. That's my favorite team. Ah, Monday Night Football. I think it was like against the Raiders or something stupid. But um, I remember having a Sonics hat, mostly just so it could be like, I love grunge. I have a Sonics cap because it got the space needle on it. Yeah. And I remember like that series just being so bummed. I was like, I wanted Seattle to win so bad. I knew nothing about the team, though. Yeah, and it's just crazy, right? So, right, the Seattle team comes up. But they were so good back then. They were so good. They, mm-hmm. I mean, they were dom- – I mean, that's the thing, too, is that, like, to Jordan's credit, everybody's like, oh, like, the league wasn't as good and blah, blah, blah. Nonsense. Mm-hmm. Those Rockets teams were good. Oh, well, Those, Hakeem Olajuwon. Right. They win the two championships when he's not playing full-time. Right. So it's just like, right, they, they, they were good teams in that era. And, and I mean, a lot of people would have – Charles Barkley should have a championship. He yep. doesn't because of Jordan. I used to love uh, playing NBA, the video game, and be uh, the Phoenix Suns just so I could be Charles Barkley. Yeah, the round, round. Yes. <laughs> Terrible. Right. <laughs> By the way, Charles Barkley playing basketball against Barney on SNL. Look oh it up. An unbelievable skit. Incredible. I forgot all about it. I got to go back and watch that. You're right. So, so I've been watching the Jordan stuff. I did watch UFC fights over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had some small wagers with some friends and went 0 for 5. I love the guy that lost, and he's like, I lost because the ref was drunk and smelled of cigarettes. Oh, I know. And Dominic Cruz, man, like, he's an announcer. Yeah. Like, that that's poor form. Did you, and I'm pretty sure that ref came over the top and was, like, posted a picture of Dominic Cruz, like, looking like, all right. And he's like, dude, he, he got drunk. rocked in the face. And then it was yeah. just like, uh, you don't think he should have called it? No, I think he should have. Yeah. Look, the bottom line is this. Some fighters are real good. Roy Noyce, hmm. Roy Nelson used to be very good at this, mm-hmm. and he would just get on people and just and just. Now I don't know how much damage he was inflicting all the time, but, but if just you unloading fists, on right? Him. If you yeah. don't answer punches, the ref has to stop the fight. Right, you can't just take them all. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, saying the guy smelled like cigarettes and booze, <laughs> booze, I thought was pretty bad. Like, like the UFC is. You can have your opinions on it, but like. You really think Dana White, of all people, is going to let you come in and referee a match? Right. If he had a sense that dude was... You know, I mean, also, there's state commissions. It's not even legal. Right. And, I mean, but that makes sense, because, I mean, I mean, all these statements you're making about children, before this podcast started, I, Ted reeked of cigarettes and booze. So don't don't be upset at him. It's just the alcohol talking. Yeah, you know how he gets. Yeah, he gets drunk and nicotined. <laughs> Nicotine. I don't know if that's even know. So I watched those fights. Like, don't never take betting advice from me. I went over five on every. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was like betting five dollars, big time stuff. Uh, but then this morning I realized I have reached junkie level. And last night I was up till about two a.m. What finishing off in Korean baseball? Okay, and how's that going? You know, my cousin wants wants to be a Twins fan because there's a couple Oriole ex Orioles on the Twins over there. I don't know. I don't know which team I'm leaning for yet. Okay. I like the Dinos just because I like their name. It's a pretty awesome name. Yeah. Uh, they have little dinosaurs for on, on their hats? I think they do have little dinosaurs on their hats. Uh, so I've been watching that, and then this morning I saw a promo for NASCAR comes back this weekend, and I was like, oh, watching NASCAR Man. Sunday. In other words, Ted is missing sports. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So... um <laughs> I did grab a couple of clips from the Jordan thing because I thought it was kind of okay. funny. There is that moment where he does talk about George Carl being the reason why he was inspired to beat the Sonics in uh, in in the uh, finals in 1996. He walked right past me. Now look at my really. Oh, so that's how you gonna play it? I said it's a crock. 
And we went to Carolina. You know Dean Smith. You got to see him in the summer. We played golf. He's talking about how George Carl didn't say hi to him at a restaurant. And right, exactly. What, They're at the same restaurant. Ass. Jordan's walking out, and Carl doesn't say hi. You going to do this? Okay, fine. That's all I needed. That's all I needed for him to do that. And it, it became personal with me. And I thought it was interesting. So George Carl gets interviewed, I think, on like a serious radio on the NBA channel or whatever. Right. And they're they're talking to him. And I'm like, because when I first heard that, well, first of all, I didn't know that George Carl was still alive. So when we were talking about this on the morning show, I was just like, oh, I'd ask him. But oh, crap. I think he's no longer with us. I, for some reason, just in my head, thought George Carl passed away. Now he looks great. Right. People were pulling us up on the text. I'm like, Steve, no, no, no. He's... Feel happy knowing that you're wrong. He is still alive. I'm like, oh, good. Yeah, I was like, he looks actually really healthy. I don't know why I thought George Carl passed away. Did he maybe get sick or something a few years ago? Maybe that might. That, that's why it might be in your head. Yeah, but you know, it's like we were talking about. Like the older you get, you start losing track of who's not. Betty White is alive. Yes, Ava Goda dead. <laughs> he sleeps with the fishes now. Yeah. So I'm like, why? Well, I bet George Carl has no idea even what uh, what Michael Jordan's talking about. It was probably an un, unintentional slight. And then you hear the interview, and it's like, oh, no, he intentionally did it. Ignore him because of strategy. And now uh, here's a clip from that interview. I have Sam Perkins on my team who played with Michael. Yeah, he, I, doesn't, he doesn't sound dead at all. No. He sounds very alive, actually. Told Sam, I said, Sam, if you want to socialize with him, do it before the series starts. And get it over with. And then from from the first game to whenever it ends, we are SOB competitors just like he is. I advise not only Sam, but I advise my whole team that we got to compete with Michael's intensity and Rodman's craziness and the physicality of the game. And we got to be the aggressive team as much as possible. So after that speech, I run into Michael. And I'm sitting there going, okay, if I go see Michael, I'm breaking the code with my team. If I don't- Wouldn't that have been funny if he did go over there? His team's like, you ass. You told us not to talk to him. Well, the thing is, too, you know, if he's saying that, like Carl gave a like intense speech, like we are not hanging out with him. Right. These gotta- are the enemy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go see Michael. He's probably going to use it. And I stiffed him. I didn't know it would be that much of a big deal, but. But I think I made the right call. I had to stay by my code that I gave my team. There you go. George Carl. Also on the documentary, they tell this story about years ago, before that happened, about some dude from the uh, Bullets, Mm -hmm. now the Wizards, like scores a bunch of points on Michael Jordan. And as he's leaving, it's like, good game, Mike. And he's like, the next day, he's on the plane because they're going to Washington to play again. And he's like, oh, he got 36 or something in the game. I'm going to get that in the first half. And then it turns out, Number one, if the guy said it, he was just saying good game. But it He's turns legit out, being a nice guy. It turns out the guy really didn't even say it. Jordan just made it up. So they kind of preface that before the George Carl stuff. That's why it's like, right, like. He's like Richard Sherman when you think about it. Like yeah. Just looking for anything. that I mean, obviously, it's more like Richard Sherman's like Michael Jordan, obviously. But it's so funny to hear that because so often you see Sherman bitching and being pissed off at people. And you're like, man, I. Are you just looking for anything to have as a chip on your shoulder? And it's like, yeah, they are. A lot of athletes yeah. said they're just looking for anything to motivate them. Right. And including the, lying to themselves. Right. And the flip side of that is Russell. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, right? He's just Mr. Positive all the time. And like, you're never going to shake him. So, I, you know, it's just different, I guess, aspects of leadership and how you yeah. fire yourself up. But yeah, like Jordan is the best player. They were the best teams. He's a psychopath. Yes. <laughs> and he's still petty. Like, he still doesn't like Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley criticized him being a team owner when he was an analyst. Right. 
And the team was like, crap. Right. So it's not like this stuff ended when he stopped playing. (laughs) No, he holds grudges. Right. Trust me. Michael Jordan's never coming on the Maycast. I guarantee you that. No, he probably knows about us now. Yeah, he's probably pissed. Yeah. He's making his goal to like make Seattle the worst. Like, we're never getting a team because I said trash about Michael Jordan. He's probably starting his own podcast called The Megacast 2. Prove that he's better. And I hate to say admit it, but I think he'd get a few more fans than we have. He'd probably get more reviews on iTunes and then probably be more five stars. <laughs> oh man. Can you imagine that would be awesome? Michael Jordan takes us to the next level. He started his own megacast, megacast two, despite two bald dudes in their forties. <laughs> the best part will be there will be hundreds of thousands of listeners that don't understand why his show is called the Megacast Two and not just called the Megacast. <laughs> right. And then they'll find out and they're like, why does he care about these two nobodies? In, in Seattle. It's wild, man. He's treating us like George Carl and Gary Payton. It's also wild how, like, every scene, if he's not playing basketball, he's smoking a cigar. But didn't he, like, try and pump the brakes on the cigar smoking because his mom saw it and got pissed at him? So on the on those scenes that he's doing nowadays, but everything in the past, it's, it's, already there. it's constant. That's so As funny. soon as the game's over, if he's playing golf, whatever, I mean, it is constant. And, like, I, I used to smoke cigars. Like, I enjoy a cigar. I'd smoke one, but I'm just like... Man, I got really like smoking cigars. And dude, the, the video of him, I love when they show him something and they watch the reaction. Like when they had like him like listening to like, of, like Scottie Pippen before or whatever, who, who, or it might have been Mike, um, Dennis Rodman, whoever right. it was. And he's like there reacting to it like real time. When they show him the clip of Gary Payton talking about how he was defending him for the final couple of games of that series when they were down three games to none to the Bulls, and he's just laughing. I'm like, this guy is a mad scientist. He's just laughing about another dude who's like, yeah, we did stop. I slowed him down on this and that. And he's just like, oh, this guy couldn't even hold my jack. And the best part is people then out of the woodwork are pulling up the stats. and like, well, no, Michael, actually, your points per game went down like seven or eight points per game, a significant amount once Gary Payton started blocking, you know, covering you. All right. So you've seen that clip. Yeah. Do you think he calls him the glove three times before he calls him Gary Payton? I think he legit forgot his name for a minute. I thought that too. Because like it is his nickname, but the way he was just like, oh, 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 no problem with the glove. Oh, the glove. I still love the glove. The glove. And I, I was like, the glove thing. This MF forgot Gary Payton's name. It would have been great if he like kind of put the mic uh, hand over his mic and goes, what the hell is his name? <laughs> what right? What team was that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gosh. Imagine being Gary Payton seeing that. You kind of want to probably want to punch him in the face. And you just well, that's Jordan, that Jordan's him. thing now. It's <laughs> a good point. With that said, I love the series. Can't get enough of it. It's so well done. <laughs> right. You get it, You get inside the mind of the ultimate competitor. Right. And when he talks about dragging people along and then goes, look, I never asked him to do anything I wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And he went third person on it. I'm like, all right. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I respect it. I also yeah. love Steve Kerr being like, yeah, standing up to him and punching him. <laughs> Steve Kerr also got in a fight. It wasn't like Jordan's just much bigger. Yeah. But like Steve Kerr was like, it's the best thing I ever did. Ted, I know, speaking of like documentaries, I, I know you do, you've watched some of them, but I think you might have stopped because they're just way too depressing. Is the Dark Side of the Ring on Device Oh Network. my God, Steve, I had to. It is so. I mean, it's called the Dark Side of the Ring, but it is sad, sad. It's about the dark side of professional wrestling, and some of the episodes are just too much. The Wild one was tough. The, I mean, look, the, I only watched like two of them. I mainly watched one because it's the name of Steve's damn band. Bruiser Brody. And I was That's like, a tough one. Oh, my God. They yeah. just murdered a dude. And, and, and Sorry. No, no, you're right. right. Spoiler alert. No. you. I can, can you watch one more for me? <laughs> all right. All right. Which okay. one? It's the Herb Abrams one. Herb Abrams. 
And, and the episode's called like Dark Side of the Ring, something like Cowboy Boots and Cocaine, the Herb Abram story. All right, Cowboy Boots and Cocaine. I mean, look, I'm a Joe Exotic fan. My attention. Dude, this story, I did not even know this story because it was like when I was younger, but there was a guy by the name of Herb Abrams. He kind of was like the a, a guy that wanted to create a competitor to the WWE or WWF at the time, and he called it the UWF. And what he basically did was get a bunch of like the kind of late in their career guys that no longer were in the WWE or WWF, like Jimmy Snuka. Uh, he even got Andre the Giant for a minute before Vince right. freaked out and got Andre back. But it's an interesting story. But the entire time, this guy is out of his mind coked. Like, coked out of his mind. So the whole story is just about this crazy promoter who everybody loved, but all he wanted to do was do coke and hookers. So he'd bring people in for, like, meetings, like wrestlers. Like, I want to sign you, and I'm going to make you into the biggest star. And they're in a hotel. And he's like, hold on one second. And the door opens up the door, and it's like a couple of hookers and cocaine. And the wrestler's like, I didn't know what to do. So I just sat there and watched him bang hookers. Oh, my God. Guy eventually dies. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know the writing's on the wall. You a clip from The coke habit got out of control? I know. <laughs> I want to play this clip because it's a, a, a few wrestlers recounting like the final days, the final hours of Herb Abrams' life where he went on an insane coke binge with some hookers. All right. If this doesn't sell you on the episode of The Dark Side of the Ring on Herb Abrams, I don't know what will. The night that I guess he passed away, he was partying, drinking. He had a couple of escorts up there with him. And I heard that he had done so much cocaine that he was whacked. And he found a baseball bat and started tearing up the room that he was in and just went absolutely berserk. I heard that he was covered in uh, either oil or Vaseline and cocaine. It's crazy. <laughs> Covered in Vaseline and cocaine? It seems yeah. like a waste of the cocaine. I don't even do cocaine. And if you watch Dark Side of the Ring, you already know, like, a lot of times they do, like, these reenactments. They oh, get, yeah. like, body doubles, and they kind of do, like, a weird silhouette reenactment. So the whole time, they've got, like, this guy with a bat. Like, just swinging it. Powder flying everywhere. It's visually the most entertaining thing you're going to see on television. And he was chasing around hookers with this baseball bat. Herb was uh, running around naked, chasing a couple of hookers. I guess one of the girls ran out of the office shut the door behind him and I think he ran into it and I think that's how he passed away chasing hookers around <laughs> wait a minute he died because he ran into a door what was it like a glass door or something I don't know but there's this is like a, a shortened clip because then there's like three other wrestlers sharing other rumors of how he died one said that they thought he died when the police hit him another person thought he died because someone impaled him with a bat I think another person thought he died in the police car like, impaled him with a bat I think that was one of them you know how hard that would be to impale somebody with a baseball bat <laughs> you could easily you know hit him in the head and really hurt him but to impale him I just love that there's like seven different versions of how this guy died but all of it involves a baseball bat hookers and cocaine Mm. hookers around and you know all greased up and chasing hookers around and you know all greased up and the one thing i know is that herb left this world doing what he loved cocaine and hookers (laughs) it doesn't even say it like ironically or wacky or silly heartfelt he died doing what he loved cocaine Cocaine and and hookers. hookers on the vice network it amazes me that if i feel like <laughs> like how do you hear all these stories and like like i've seen scarf like, whenever you get to the point where you have unlimited yeah like mounds of cocaine like oh you this you this is the end of the movie like something goes wrong right and that's this is a real life thing and they're showing like clips of him being interviewed on tell because he was an on-screen character too 
And like when you watch, when they're telling about all this cocaine stuff and then they cut to him and he's just like yelling and screaming, you're like, the dude was out of his mind. But the crazy part is they interview a lot of these guys after the fact and they all have nothing but love for them. Like Some of them are in tears. They miss the guy so much. Like, yeah, he had his problems, but man, I love that dude. I'm sure a lot of them did hookers and cocaine with them. That's a good point. That was their hookup. I'm going to send out the tweet for our, our, to get 10. Send it out. All right, because we never know what's going to happen. Some people are waiting for it to happen. Speaking of wrestling, though, quick uh, shout out to Becky Lynch. She announced oh, I, that she's pregnant. Jeez, I mean, is this going to be the whole podcast now? Baby what? stuff. Yeah. No, and, and as happy as you are to be the champion, I, I might be a little bit happier. So you go and be a warrior, because I'm going to go be a mother. There you go. Oh my gosh, we're getting a lot of calls, Ted. We got three. Look at this. We got holy F word. Let's check with the holy F word. Hey, it's the Mega Cat. Alex! Oh. <laughs> he changed his name. Hey, let's try and conference some people in here. Let's see if we can make this happen. I like we got a bandana now. We, switching right. it up. Switching it up. Do we got George? Is he on here? No. Okay. Let's try this one. Do we got Eric? No. All right. No, why? I don't know why we tried to mess with it, Steve. We had a system. I know. Oh, Eric. Hello? Oh, no, this is Patrick. Patrick, we got Patrick and we've got Alex. Hello. Hey, yeah. This garbage guy. Yeah, Patrick's our garbage guy up north. Yeah, you guys, yeah, you can hear me, right? Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Oh, my God. I thought it was going to be like a couple times before where you couldn't hear me. Can you hear Alex? Say something, Alex. Hey, what's going on, Patrick? Oh, yeah. Nah, heck, heck, yeah. Wow, look at that. Let's see if you figured it out. Now we're conference calling people. <laughs> this I feel like Tom Likas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I mean, that might be before my time. <laughs> <laughs> the funny part is, though, all we can see is Alex, who's changed. Oh, his- you want me? I'm, well, I'm on my cell phone. I can go oh, on video, and you guys can look at my pretty garbage truck. Ah, it's fine. I mean, you don't need to do that. I was just, I was just making sure that we didn't have some kind of weird glitch. Oh, well, how's the? I how, mean, I know that. Oh, I was gonna say, I know how it's going on with you guys and technology all the time. Oh, we suck at it. Yes. Hey, Tech Ted's in here. We'll be fine. The clean, yeah. the what, the clear feed was the best one yet, though. Oh my gosh. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. I like the army guys who are like, yeah, this is this is a cluster F. Yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> Or for, for sure. right, or the old uh, snafu, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, Ted. By the way, Alex, uh, Patrick, do you guys remember what the third one is? There's cluster F, there's snafu, and then I think Fubar? it's Fubar. Fubar. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Twenty twenty oh, Fubar. Man. There used to be this. There used to be a bar up here, like up near Mount Vernon, and in between Anacortes, called the Fubar, and I went there once, and it like. The bass in there was so loud, and just like, what is going on? And it's like, oh yeah, this is Foo Bar. If I was gonna be a Foo Bar name place, Foo Bar, it had to be like the diviest of dive bars. You know what I mean? Just like oh, greasy it, and nasty. Your feet oh, wouldn't it, even be able it, to it, come up off it, the floor. Yeah. Oh, it was. It used to be a biker bar, but now it's like a pot shop. And in the same parking lot, there's a coffee uh, b- bikini barista too. Awesome. <laughs> do you know? Do you know the name of the bikini barista stand? Ladybugs? I think I drive by it every morning and I try to get a glimpse. Yeah, Ladybugs. Shout out to Ladybugs. (laughs) I bet they've got an Instagram. (laughs) I definitely... Oh, really? (laughs) I bet they do. I definitely have bought coffee on foot once at one of those. (laughs) 
Have you? Yes. Oh. That is awesome. That's next uh, level, Ted. Am I, listen, am I've I, done the same thing, too. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I, just, I, I don't know. And the worst part was, God, I'm going to sound like the complete douche here. That's all right. You hate children, so it's fine to bring this up, too. So there's like two hot bikini baristas in there, one serving, and she said something, and I said something. Oh, and they were listening to KSW. So I go, oh, "Oh, you girls like KSW? (laughs) No, you didn't. Swear to God. (laughs) I I used to be a FedEx driver before being a garbage guy, and I used to be down Everett all the time, and Everett was littered with them, and I walked up one time. Because the guy was showing me, he's like, oh, these are great to go to. And I was kind of young and naive. And it's like, I'm standing there eye level with her crotch. And it's just like, <laughs> her, no, they gets worse. Her labia, half of her labia was hanging out of their cool. things. And I just was like, I just couldn't say anything. Just stare there like a little boy. Just like, uh. I thought you were going to. Patrick, I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say you walked up, you saw a FedEx package, and then go, "You girls like FedEx? I work at FedEx." (laughs) (laughs) Pull a Ted Smith. I I felt so disgusted too. I was just like, "What do you do? Do you tell her that it's just chilling, or do you just?" I mean, uh, you know what? what, I I put it to you this way: I would tell you if your fly was down. Yeah, ma'am, your lady is out. (laughs) Right. Not quite the same. Nip, sir, but not quite the nip. Yeah, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Batman, yeah. you got a you got a loose wing there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, what do you do? It's like, uh, I still have the moral dilemma. You know, you say you don't want any cream in the coffee. That's what you say. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alex, how's the how quarantine life for you this week? Uh, so far, so good. I uh, sent something to Ted. I was just wondering if you got that. Was it not. a flag? Might have been. We're not getting any mail here. Oh, man. We got to figure out where the mail is, because I've had a couple people say they sent me something as well, and I have no idea where it is. And check and check downstairs in the in the packages. Okay. Yeah, I saw you yeah. rocking the flag in the background on the uh, K- KSW Facebook Live thing, Ted, uh, and you had like... Um, uh, you you had the Advocates logo on there. I was like, nice product placement. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I've turned into a NASCAR driver. <laughs> yes, it's coming back this weekend. I oh, Trust me, I already talked about it. I care, too. I, don't, I never cared about NASCAR. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, man, I'm somewhat of a secret NASCAR closet fan. I got it. I got it out of going to mass every Sunday by staying home with my dad. Watching NASCAR. <laughs> nice. That's fair. That is one way to get into it. Steve and I have an old coworker that we used to work with that loved NASCAR, and I'd go watch it with his family just because yep. they'd have like a full spread of food and drinks. Yeah, if there's a party involved, I'll love whatever you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> Can we be like, hey, you want to come over? I got chicken wings. We're watching The Notebook. Sure. Yeah. yeah of course. <laughs> it's my favorite sport, The Notebook. I love it when they die at the end. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. All right, yeah, fellas. She gets dementia and all that. <laughs> all right, fellas. We're going to get going and take some more calls, but we love you guys. All right. Take For care, man. All right, peace. Take care. Be safe. You too. See you, Alex. Uh oh. I do love that sound. Me too. It just sounds like we're winners. Do you ever play Jack, uh, Jackbox.tv? No. Is that oh. like, you don't know Jack? No, it's like trivia, but you could play it. Like, you can be on a Zoom call and play it on your phone, but I like their weight music too. Oh, we got someone else on the Skype. Who we have? Hello. Who's this? This is Christina. Christina, what's up? I, not much. How are you? We are good. We noticed it looks like you're you're licking your fingers. We where see your you, video. Where were you eating? <laughs> what are you eating? I'm making a salad. I was just got home for lunch. Oh, nice. A doggy. You have a doggy. Yeah. That's Colby. 
What's up, Colby? Colby. <laughs> Colby's looking at us. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to break up. Are you on a break from London, from work? Yeah. I like it's yeah, weird, too, because we could see her, but she can't see us. Right. I know, it's really creepy. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. It's just two guys in a studio staring at you, eat your lunch. Welcome to Boyer yeah, Podcast. I can't find out for it, so, you know. <laughs> what do you do for work? I help bus drivers. Oh, I, I can imagine sure. they've got stories right now. Yeah, that's got to be crazy it's, right now. It's a nightmare, <laughs> but, you know, they're doing the best they can, and, and they're surviving there, and... Things have, it's weird. Things have gotten to be like a new normal almost. So yeah, trying to get used to that. But well, we were just talking, talking, reading that article about how it's starting Monday. They're really encouraging people in King County wear masks if you can't socially distance around somebody. So one of the examples yeah. is, is the Metro and on the bus. And we're like, who's not getting on the bus wearing a mask? I'm like, you know what? There's probably still some idiots out there that are just like, I'm putting my foot down. I'm not wearing a mask, even though I'm going to be right next to people. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely tough, you know, and it's hard to ask people to wear masks, you know, if you can't provide them and yeah, it's a big conversation. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have been saying for weeks, like you own a store or whatever, just put it on because eventually you're going right. to have to wear it anyhow. Yeah. Like I don't, you, we, people can keep fighting it, but just look at what's going on in other places in other States. Like it's coming. Right. Exactly. Well, thanks for keep p- keeping uh, people moving, getting yeah, them to work. Appreciate you it. rock. Yeah, thank you. Well, don't thank me. I mean, thank the bus drivers for sure. All right, the hell with you. Yeah. Thank you, bus drivers. Yeah, no thanks to you, but <laughs> I, but thanks to your dog, Colby. I can just stay in the nice, safe office. They're the ones out there doing the real work, you know? <laughs> well, that's fair. <laughs> We're going to uh, take some more calls, but have uh, enjoy your lunch. Thank you. All right, we'll see you. Thanks Bye. for calling. Nice. First female in the mega family calling in. That is true, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Shout it's always Christina. tough when we don't have uh, old Luke Wilson anymore. You know, remember that? Remember those days where Luke was bringing in all the ladies in? Yeah, I remember it, Steve. And then we would go to a place and have food afterwards together at it a table. Fun. The three of us. Have a shot of tequila. <laughs> I remember that. Those were some good days. Is that restaurant even there anymore? No. No, it's not. No, it was in Pike Place. What the hell was the name of that place? No, Mexico? We were, Mexico. Uh, it was in uh, Pacific Place. Pacific Place, yeah. That's right. <clears throat> yeah, that closed before all this. Yeah. Yeah. I always liked that restaurant. It was called Mexico. If nobody's ever been to Seattle. It was awesome. Pacific Place. And it, see, it look, almost looked like a chain restaurant, but it was just family run, and they just called it Mexico. And the food was great. It was like they just, it was five o'clock, and they needed to have a name for the restaurant before they left work that day. And they're like, screw it. Let's just call it Mexico. Yeah, well, you would you think about it, how many Mexican restaurants are just named after other towns? It's very true. It's like, that's at one place in Capitol Hill, blah, 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 and you're like, I don't even know the name of it. It's like, if, might as well just call it Mexico. Yeah, right? <laughs> all right, I think we're going to get on out of here. All, all right, right, all right. I think we got 10 right there, and uh, I know there were a few other people calling. I think I saw Albino Matt, sorry. Uh, you were- Matt, thanks for the tech support. Yes, yes, you rock, my friend. Thank he's- you for listening. I know he's, he mentioned that sometimes our podcast skips. And I, I think it's because we record it in a different room, and it's just, once again, we get effed by technology. But if we try to record it in this room, then we can't take the calls, so you take the good, you take the bad. You mix it all together, and you got the Megacast. Yeah! The Megacast. Nice work, Art. No problem, Paul. <laughs> Go off and hang out with Cherry Chase and be more successful than me. Hey, I'll just take pictures of my child. I was going to say, you got a birthday to get home to and celebrate. What are you getting her, Steve? It's her birthday. What are you getting her? A kiss on the cheek. Oh, I see how it is. Important, maybe, maybe a little foot tickle. Important birthday, but no gifts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I don't know why I'm cross-examining you now. So is it her birthday or not? You know, I'm starting to question. I'm going to just take down the post on the Facebook. I'm just going to I'm gonna take all the pictures off of Instagram. I know hundreds of you like this, but my one a-hole friend did not, so i got to take it down. Yeah? Not on your Zoom top 10. You hate my child. I'm starting to wonder. You hate my child. Jesus. Uh, right. By the way, speaking of Facebook, yeah, me, uh, Mike Hawk, and Robin will be on Facebook uh, 1 p.m. on Sunday. I was all excited. Last week, I saw you guys were on there. Nice. I click on the link, and I'm about to start chirping at you guys, and you're all saying goodbye. Oh, no kidding? <laughs> I was like, oh, I picked the wrong time to do it. Have uh, you rewatched those, by the way? So I generally don't, but on Sunday, I was just sitting there. I st- rewatching it is almost creepier. Because I for it's like I'm watching myself on there, but then yeah. I I was like I don't I don't know how to explain it. It just it is very odd. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone's like I want to go grab like a screenshot of something I did on there, and I'm like, this is so weird. I look like a goofball. And then like it's just like it is. Yeah, it's wild. But it's fun, and we do ours on four o'clock on Saturday. I think we're going to do a drawing competition this week. Huh. So on social media on what we're drawing to see who could make who could draw a better picture of whatever it is. Drawing competition to see who could draw Danny DeVito. That was my choice. Ooh, okay. So that's one of the options. And I think there's like a sushi roll, an elephant. But I was like, I think it'd be fun for all of us to try and draw Danny DeVito. If we could get Danny DeVito to zoom in with us and he draws Danny DeVito. Are you using colors or just like a like a drawing? Probably just paper and pen. All right, yeah. Because yeah. I'm thinking in my house, like I don't own markers or anything like that. I think my wife has some because she was like big into like scrapbooking for like all of like 10 minutes of her life. And she got all the materials for it. So I think we have like markers somewhere, but I'm sure as hell I'm not going to look for them. I'll probably forget. It'll be like 358. I'm like, babe, get me a pen and get me like the back of an envelope. Do you think anybody on your show listens to the Megacast? I don't believe so. All right. So what you should do is like, we'll reach out and get some like a local artist just to make you a dope ass painting. Oh, yeah. and, and then you just naturally go, this is maybe what we should draw this week. Yo, yeah. If someone could do it before Friday, so I could print it here, yeah. draw an amazing drawing of Danny DeVito. And then just like direct message it to me. Yes. That would be so funny. All of a sudden, they're like all doing it and I pull it out and it's like this most elaborate, like beautiful rendition of Danny DeVito. Yeah, it's kind of rushed, but this is what I pulled out. Yeah, I've been drinking peanut butter whiskey. This is what I did. People, you know, the Rev is crying. He's never seen such a beautiful painting of DeVito. All right, you can follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. That's also where we put up the the alert to let everybody know when they can call in and get ten with us on on Skype here. Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, uh, back next week. Yes. What else are we doing? I, I, I know. I like rattling my brain. Uh, yeah, I'll be here. All right, cool. So for Baby Tatum, this is uh, Art Garfunkel. This is Paul Simon. We'll see you next week. <laughs>